No, but I woke up like uh, an hour and a half late and uh, was like, man, I can't believe the alarm hasn't gone off yet. I should probably check to see if Travis went to their work or not. And I was like, it's too light outside. I slept in, looked at it. You sent me. Uh, let me let me find that text because I think it's a good text if I remember correctly. Uh, Brandon, you texted me. Snappy Eternal good to get his crunch on. <laughs> that's what I woke. That's the first thing I woke up to this morning. Is look at phone, open it, flip it open. Snappy Turtle going to get his crunch on. I'm like, well, we did get new Pokemon today, so I'm excited about that. And a rock. Oh man, you know how they like to put those rocks in Pokemon games, Travis. I mean, I took so many pictures of rocks out in California. That's true. Hey, there's Bronzor's in the background there. This was the hypest shit. Well, let's not let's not talk in the in the intro bit about the actual thing. I suppose I will say this: it was hype as shit. I believe you. I believe that's what I texted you this morning too. Did you? You texted me this morning too. I don't know. I'm bad at people. I, I believe my words were the direct is hype AF. Oh yeah, and then you also said also free camera is gross. One out of ten, not a fan. Travis is super anti free camera. I have no, I have no idea what to say to that. I, I don't either. He just doesn't feel. So, it, Travis, you explain it. It doesn't feel like Pokemon to me. Which then that's where I I I ask for explanation. He says that, and then I don't know how to to like expound on that. Yeah, I don't really know. I don't either. know how to feel about that. It's a it's a weird, very strong opinion to have, and you know what? You're you're welcome to it. It's in very likelihood it's just like an automatic dynamic camera that you can just maneuver. Like I'm sure for the most part you're not going to have to bother. Oh no, with it's it. only in the. They say it in the the direct that it's the dynamic camera is only in the wild zone, or whatever it's called. What is that called, Trev? What? The wild area. Yeah. What is it just called the wild area? You sure? Positive. Okay. It is just called okay. the wild area. And I'm assuming, like, that that'll have different barriers to, like, you can only go to this far through the wild area. Like, this part of the zone is blocked off or something like that. So, you know, typical Pokemon stuff. I don't know. I say we just um, go to talking about the thing. Hi, I'm Jake. I'm Travis. And I'm Brandon. And you're listening to the Lake of Rage Radio. I don't think we actually got a good intro bit to there. Like, I, I, and by that I mean, I should specify, I don't think we have a good intro bit to the podcast. Like, I feel like there's something to, like, and you're listening to the Lake of Rage Radio. I just don't know if I like that. This is open for conversation with the two of you. I mean, I mean just, like, we're spitballing now in front of the fans so they can hear, like, <laughs> later, like, 30 years from now when they're listening to, like, this 30-year-old Pokemon podcast. The outtakes. But, like, they no, are no, listening this is, this to the Lake of Rage Radio. Yeah, I mean, it's true. Sound, I don't know. <laughs> like, every other okay. podcast I listen to introduces themselves. Sure, no, no. And then that, that's what I'm saying, is I feel like the introduction could use work. Like, and you're about to get splashed on by a Gyarados. That sounds so awful. So incredibly awful. <laughs> and you're about to get jumped on by a Magikarp. You kids know about bounce You're about games? to get stabbed by a dog. <laughs> Don't worry, the other You're dog will You're about to get stabbed by... The other dog... Yeah, the other dog will save you with his shield face. <laughs> <laughs> I like I'm the... not... 
I like that they took Rock and gave one of them a hone edge and strapped a bastion onto the other one's face. Well, what you're not you're not seeing the end game here, right? Okay. Imagine if the one with the sword drops the sword and the shield one. No, the up. shield picks it up. It becomes <laughs> the ultimate power Pokemon. Okay, so we're yeah. talking about uh, Travis. You got the names for those boys? You have the names for those Pokemon? Because they are not easy to remember. Uh, sure, they are. They're. You're clicking Zass- around. A- no, no, no. There's Zacian, and scroll down to him, you butt. It's Zacian. Zamzamta. Zamazenta. Yeah, they're Zacian, Cyan, and Magenta. Hmm. Are they? I guess they so might Zacian? be. Yeah, Zacian and Zamazenta. Well, and then that would mean what is it? Uh, Cmyk. Yeah. That's the 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 thing. So the last one is what? Yellow and black. Yellow and black. Um. I've heard theorized that there's another two legendaries, so that could mean that there's and maybe the the giant. That's true, but hey, I, that could be really cool. I've heard the hey, going around. The no, party. no, no! This is cool. This is like a cool thing. Is that CMYK? And then the, uh, that's Cyan and Magenta. Then we get a yellow Pokemon and a black Pokemon for like the antagonist. So like, hear me out here. Hi, welcome to Lake Fridge Radio. Now we're talking about actual Pokemon stuff. This is it. This is cool. Okay, this is a cool idea. So uh, let's say in Pokemon Shield, right? Your uh, your Pokemon that you get to catch is uh, Samazenta, right? Um, and then the enemy Pokemon to that is like the yellow or the black Pokemon. And in the other one, you have the other way around where you have the sword Pokemon, and then it's like enemy um, legendary that you have to fight is the yellow or black one, or the one they don't use in that. I think that's a cool idea. See, another idea I've been seeing getting tossed around is. Cyan is a shade of blue. Magenta is a shade of red. And so it would just be a green one? Or a yellow one? Or a yellow one, yeah. Okay. Because Cyan, you could also argue, is a shade of green to a certain degree. Definitely more blue than green, but yeah, to a degree. I would not argue this. I wouldn't either, but I'm trying to be... uh... Supportive? Yeah, I'm, I'm supporting Travis's incorrectness. His colorful incorrectness. I don't know. I was I trying know. to take political Why don't we just incorrectness. Ask our buddy, and make it... The mad dog, what they are. Ha ha ha, he's colorblind. Oh. This is a good joke. <laughs> he's going to listen to this and be very <laughs> so mad at you. I don't. I know. No, um, I don't think your idea is as good as my idea, if I may say. I, I think it's a fine idea, mind you. And I and I love you and I support you and all of your uh, creative things. I think just... my idea is way cooler. <laughs> just going to put that out there. I think my idea is way cooler. And it, I feel like it's supported because, like, um, right, those two, like, in the end of the trailer, right, you got uh, Sword Dog attacks Shield Dog um, with a sword and they're, like, sparring in the woods. But then they, like, both turn and something's approaching them and they're like, we're going to... We're gonna fight you up. Yeah, they go Super Saiyan for a second. Yeah. So, uh, like, I'm assuming that's like. Are you saying that they go dog mode? They, they do. do. They go do go dog, dog mode. mode. They go full on dog mode. They go double dog mode. Oh no! You can't go double dog mode. They double Too dog much. dare you, bud. Oh, that's rough, bud. <laughs> they always rough, bud. Oh I no! They're gonna unnerf Gengar. So okay, hopefully. First off, hopefully. Second off, I wanna I wanna make a shot in the dark uh, guess as to their typings. I'm gonna guess fighting steel for the both of them. Fighting because it, in Japan it's the hero type, um, and steel because um, 
Well, the one's got a sword and the other's got a shield face and like shoulders and body. So I could be totally wrong, but I'm going to assume. What if it's like water steel, fire steel? Maybe, but my assumption also for them being, um, I don't think they'll be fighting type. Let me finish. My assumption for the fighting type also compounds to, I forgot because I got cut off. Because it's the hero type? Nope, there's something specific. It might come back to Because we've already had heroic quadrupeds. Yeah. Oh, uh, I remember. D'Artagnan and the Three Musketeers. Um, King's Shield and Sacred Sword are both fighting, or are a steel and a fighting type move independently. Alternatively, it could just be a single fighting type Pokemon and a single steel type Pokemon, and I'd be okay with that if it was one steel, one fighting. Because I don't think we, was... I don't think we'd get them as the same typing for the legendaries. Like the box legends have never had the same typing. I don't know. You could convince me that these are the same, oh, po- essentially the, the same, same Pokemon, Pokemon yeah. and it'll. No, you could convince me that they literally are the same Pokemon, and like it would just evolve into one or the other. Sure. Like how Lunala happened, like Lunala and Sigalia. Uh, yeah, I can agree with that. That's no, true. and also if there's going to be a secondary legend, an antagonist legend, like I'm hypothesizing, hy- hypothesizing yeah. here. I mean, not even hypothesizing. I think there's a second antagonistic legend, even if it's not variant, depending on your your game. At the very least, we know there's going to be one, almost guaranteed, from the like giant on the side of the hill, and also from who's like subjugating and or hurting people. We can't really tell, and also because the two of them turn to fight something. I think these are essentially supposed to be a play on the um, wolves of Rome. You know, you know the story. yeah Romulus. I'm familiar Romulus with Romulus and Remus. Yeah, I couldn't remember their names. The story of the founding. Of um, Rome. and I was gonna call them uh, Kynos and Tyrion or whatever their names are, the the cards from Magic. So yeah, it's, yeah. Um, so the other thing I was gonna say is we can't really judge typing of box legends based on how they look, because looking at something, if you look at Palkia and Dialga, what types would you assume they are? Dragon. Yeah, the secondary typing. I mean Palkia. Or Dialga, I think you could get to Dragon Steel at the time. Palkia, Palkia I would look weird. at that and go, I don't know what this is. I'd see maybe like I'd... Psychic Dragon because okay. it's got all the balls and stuff. But like, I could see that. Yeah, it's I a could, water but... dragon. You can't really judge them. Based For the on most part, you get a good a good guess. Yeah, you can get a good enough guess. Like Kyogre Grout. I feel like Steel's a good guess. I feel like Steel's. You a might guess Groudon's fire. I feel like Steel's a good it's... guess, but I don't think they'll both be fighting Steel. Oh, I, I could, I could see, I could see fire on the, uh, on the, um, shield. Thank you for clicking on the shield dog. That's the one I was thinking about because it's, it kind of does almost have a, a flame appearance because of the stronger red magenta shades on his shield. I mean, that's not close to magenta. I know it's that's not. like hard scarlet or not. even. It's more the design of the shield actually Crazy. looking yeah. fiery. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's the shoulder pads and like, yeah, well, I, I guess the other one has wings. Huh? That boy's got wings. Air slash. Razor wind. You know what? Yeah, I could, I could, I could buy that for a nickel. Another flying steel type. <laughs> that doesn't matter. So I guess uh, we just start off just talking over some of the Pokemon then. Yeah, no, that. Uh, I just mentioned that there's another flying steel type. Yeah. Corviknight. Yeah, the Corviknight's coolest Pokemon cool. ever. All right, this thing is rad. Okay, first off. It is a giant raven. It is seven so it's a feet tall. It is seven foot three inches tall. Thing is massive, and I love it. 
also Skarmory who they're, they're they're called Corvids, right? Yeah, Corvids yeah. is the the group. Yeah. Okay, so Jake biology time. Corvids is the group that includes jays, crows, and ravens, magpies, and something else. I don't know. But the important thing here is that they are the coolest group of birds. Ravens are rad. Um, this thing has the abilities. Uh, Pressure, pressure and unnerve and unnerve which means either you're doubling pp usage or you're making your opponent unable to use berries which both are actually really competitively useful skarmory sees tons of play or at least did so like we know that it's not a bad typing yeah and this one seems like it like by looking at it in the footage they showed this one seems more offensively focused than skarmory was as a defensive mon maybe yeah i just I love that it has the unnerve ability because if you look it in the eye, they're just glowing red eyes. Yeah. It's so angry. It's just like... Um, so in case you haven't seen it, it's basically a big crow with a... <laughs> it's hard to really describe. Like plate, it's a, plate armor. It's got like a plate for its like breast and like leg area. is kind of like... It's thighs. Geometric. Like drumsticks. Yeah. It's drumsticks. Its wings metal. look like they're composed out of just a couple pieces of metal mm-hmm. rather than individual feathers. It looks like four big metal feathers. The other interesting thing about its design is the color of it and general shape of it. If you go back and look at the old silhouettes of a bird Pokemon using fly from past generations, all the way up to like even sixth gen uh, for the HM, it kind of looks like that. Not like a perfect match, but like close enough where you could maybe make the assumption that they decided to kind of turn that sort of design into an actual Pokemon. Because this is also the Pokemon that replaces the fly ride Pokemon in this game. Instead there's a flying taxi service. Just picks you up in a gaunt like a like a, like a flying snowlift gondola. It just picks you up inside of a little cabin and it'll fly you away to somewhere yeah. else. Um some weird sort of bird-based taxi system. Bird taxis. That's they're all the rage in Britain right now. Like Uber Who. This is Uber Who. These owls <laughs> in England. No, uh, that's good. That's good. Oh, that's good. Um, no, but uh, like I think the other time that they did that with a Pokemon is if you look at the old surfing sprites, they kind of reminiscent of Whale Lord and Whalemer before we got Whalemer. So. Like from Gen 1, Gen 2. Well, not Gen 2. Gen 1. Just Gen 1. And even then, it kind of looks more like Seal. So never mind. You know what? Scratch everything I said. I do like seeing the like in-game fast-traveling system integrated into the lore somehow, other than you have a Pokemon with Fly. Yeah, sure. I mean, that was almost kind of though integrated in the lore to begin with, though. It's like, you can use your Pokemon yeah. to fly places. People and Pokemon working together, blah, blah, blah. But I mean, like, for other people who aren't trainers. Because, like, not everyone's going to go out and be like, well, I better catch a flying Pokemon because I work in the city and I live in the sticks. Right. No, I agree with that. Um, I mean, people might, though. People might, you... but, like, again, not everyone's a trainer in the Pokemon world. Johnson, you're late to work. Again, I'm sorry, but my Dodrio couldn't agree. Wait, those things no fly? No, they run me here. Is that why you're dusty all the time? Yes. Don't they also learn fly? They also do learn fly, yeah, but like also, like I'm assuming best case scenario, they're just <laughs> jumping really high. They got good jumps. They got they got ups. They got sick ups. You know that old comic of the Dodrio using fly and its heads turned into a helicopter blade? Yeah, yeah. That's actually by Scruffy Turtles. Is it really? Yeah. yeah. That's cool. I didn't know that. That's funny. 
Oh, I think I used to read some of their stuff way back in the day. That's not relevant right now. The important <laughs> thing here is Corviknight is one of the coolest Pokemon designs in a while. And I think it's worth saying that um, the art direction of the Pokemon designs and the world itself was actually led by James Turner, who is a, Brit- a former British citizen. Uh, and he's responsible and for a lot you... of cool designs previous to this. Not the James Turner from Loading Ready Run. I didn't know that was a thing. So I apologize. He's tweeting today going like, why is my name trending? (laughs) Gotcha. That would make (laughs) sense. Yeah, no. uh, James James Turner, he's responsible for such Pokemon designs as Mandibuzz, Golurk, Poiple, ignore the other one that people hate, uh, and is responsible for a lot of the look and feel of uh, the Unova region, actually. So uh, he worked on the intro screen and like the intro bit to uh, Black and White. I found that out the other day. People were caught, like tweeting at him constantly saying, who designed which of these Pokemon? He's like, I can't tell you yet. <laughs> but everybody's like super excited about that. Uh, Brandon, we want to move on to the Pokemon that you seem to be the most hype about. Uh, I'm a fan of Dreadnought. It's a great name. And it's a great mon. It's a snapping turtle. You could convince me that this is either a single Pokemon or an evolution, or a pre-evolution. Right, or like a middle stage, even. Yeah. I feel like, based on what they said in the direct, I feel like this is a pre-evolution, because they're like, it takes us like a strong-willed trainer to raise this thing, or whatever they said. Well, that's what they also say about Gyarados. So I could see this thing actually being a secondary evolution from like a little bitty guy, too. That's yeah. true. He eats metal but, and rocks. Which, th- it's got a... that bit about him eating metal makes me actually think maybe he actually is going to evolve into a water steel type instead. It doesn't say that he eats metal. It says that his straws are strong enough to bite through it. Yeah, that's true. I'm sorry. My mistake. But its abilities are uh, shell armor. No critical hits on this boy. Strong jaw. And the strong jaw is the one that matters here. Psychic fangs. uh, Crunch. No stab attacks for this thing as of right now. Poison Fang, Fire Fang, Thunder Fang, and you won't even guess this last one. Ice Fang. I think that's all of them. Bite. Hyper Fang, Super Fang. Yeah, those are both moves, aren't they? Super Fang won't do anything with Strong Jaw, I don't think. Uh, it's considered a bite move. It does nothing with Strong Jaw. <laughs> so... Uh, but I'm assuming, like... I don't know. I would assume that with putting this Pokemon out there, we're going to get a new attack that it gets stabbed on, whether or not it's a rock-type bite move or a water-type bite move. Uh, I had a good idea for a name for an attack. I called it Shark uh, Shark Tooth. Is that what I was saying? Or Shark Fang or something like that? It's going to just be Stone Fang. It'll have a 70% chance to miss. <laughs> Stone Fang. Uh, if it doesn't miss, it's a critical hit. Uh, if it does, hit, uh, only uh, about a 30% chance of hitting. Oh, I really like the design. The design is super Big cool. Big fan of snapping turtles in general. Uh, snapping turtles are cool. Also, um, I don't remember the name of the type of thing, but there's a, a name for those rocks that uh, when they're on the water, they develop a small hole in them from just weathering. Travis, all that typing is awful for 
Talking about like a fairy stone? Is that, is that maybe what they're called? Are they called fairy stones? It looks like the front of his nose. Maybe though. not. Uh, you're talking about like the stone that's in a river and has a hole worn, worn through it. A yeah, hole yeah. worn through it. It looks like... So looking at it, it looks like uh, Dreadnought has a lower HP base stat too. Lower than 100 at least. 4K. Well, I just looked up... What Celebi's base HP is? What Jirachi's base HP is at level 55. Oh. With no investment, it's 192, which is more than Dreadnought. Adderstone? I think that's what it yeah. is. Uh, also called Hagstone, Witchstone, Serpent's Egg, Snake's uh, Eggs. Hold on, we're going to have to pause this. That is a giant spider. It's an Ariados, kids! Go get me a cup. No, I don't want to put a, a, that thing in my cups. Those are my cups. It's gross. Fine, then hand me one of my slippers. I think we found our cold open. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, let me just... Is Travis back no, in? No, he took the cup. It's fine. We're going to talk without him. So, I just... Well, no, I got to re-go and continue redo what I was saying. Sure, and that's totally fine. Um, hey, kids. This is Jake talking. Jake of Johto. And I'd just like to share with you that spiders are a very important part of our ecological environment. But... They are also horrifying, and if they get as big as that thing, um, my heart stops moving, and I think I have mild arachnophobia. Like, spiders are cool from, like, a distance and when they're outside, but inside my house is no bueno. This has been your Jacob Johto ecological fact, opinion, horror of the day. Travis probably went all the way down, like, the three flights of stairs to, the, like, the outside of our apartment. Now I got the creepy crawlies. Like, all over my back. Now I'm like, ooh. God, that is... Not a good time. I can hear him coming back into the house. Hey, bud. Welcome back. We found our cold open. <laughs> hey, kids. It's an audience. <laughs> Uh, speaking of big spiders, the other day my mom found um, a fishing spider. Ah! Oh, you're. F <laughs> make it, Cold sweat right now. <laughs> Travis's uh, mic cord, or not mic cord, but his uh, headphone, headphone cord went over my foot. It's <laughs> the same time that Brandon said spider. And oh, okay, we're good. Hey, Brandon, go ahead and tell that story. I'm going to have a heart attack. Huh? No, I was just saying that the other week my mom found uh, like maybe a two inch fisher spider. That's cool and also gross. Cool. Yep. It's going to eat all but, the goldfish um, in the pond. It is something that does eat minnows. Yeah, I know. It's what... Hey, kids. <laughs> I wonder if that's why they're called fisher spiders. You... 
They also they're the also the ones that are like they're the ones that make the water bubble. It's the uh, yeah. Dupiter and Aquarinid are based off of, or Aquarachnid. I don't know. I Araquinid. Can... Araquinid. Why? You know what? Good good name. Araquinid uh, are based off of. So, Pokemon facts. I think that's why it's called Fisher Price. Is that out there killing minnows? Well, yeah, no, it's called Fisher Price because they're fishing for those good deals. I don't think so. I think I'm gonna quit. I appreciate the attempt on that one, but no. <laughs> I think I'm gonna. I think I'm gonna quit. I think I'm. I think I'm good, guys. I think this. I think Travis being back in the podcast finally put a bullet in his head. I don't know. I think it was that giant spider that scared you off. <laughs> Awful. All right, let's not talk about spiders anymore. Let's talk about Dreadnought being cool. Um. So I was wrong about them being called fairy stones. Uh, in Britain, they're called hag stones, witch stones, serpent's eggs, snake's eggs. Um, they're called like adder stains in South Scotland. Adder stains is the one I know. And uh, I don't know how to pronounce this, but it translates to druid's glass in uh, the like northern Scottish Gaelic. Huh, that's cool. Yeah. So, it wouldn't surprise me to see a couple more references to that pop up. I'm not certain that uh, Dreadnaughts. Rockhead is a reference to it, but, but he doesn't have a little bit interesting coincidence. It, yeah, especially since mm-hmm. it's a thing that's like bigger in Britain as like having referential bit. Um, yeah. So, uh, I think I'm revising my opinion and saying that Dreadnought's a final evolution. Yeah. Well, he's level 55 in the screenshot. That doesn't mean anything for certain. But so yeah, you're probably right. So you're going off of a screenshot and just checking his HP value to something in that range? Yeah, he just he he uh he pulled up Jirachi on Showdown and just moved its level to fifty five and then checked its base HP range and it's base one ninety five. So that thing you could probably figure out what its base HP range is. Base seventy five with zero investment. One seventy five is its HP at zero investment, yeah. Oh that's zero IVs, not EVs. IVs you're gonna have probably be Oh yeah, that's zero anything. It's still got more than yeah. So it's more than base seventy though, because Darkrai is base. Maybe that's assuming that this has no EVs. That that has. No, yeah, no EVs. Well, I'm assuming for the gameplay footage, they probably gave it no EVs. About base 70, I would argue. Between base 70 and base 80, probably. Or base 60 to base 80 is probably a fair. Like uh, base 75-ish? What's, what's Pidgey on at? Uh, Pidgey has 173 at base 83. So, probably something like base 80. Check Blastoise. Blastoise is 79. I'm uh impressed you knew that. Didn't. I'm not surprised. Uh, 168. I feel like it's gonna be closer to Pidgeot's though, because we're also assuming it has perfect IVs. I don't know if we're assuming it has perfect IVs. Well, I mean the Pokemon we're checking. We're assuming that the Pidgeot, for example, has perfect IVs at 173. Oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, we're using perfect IVs for our base. <clears throat> so it's probably somewhere around 80. Yeah. yeah. 
which honestly isn't terrible for an HP stat. No, and yeah, especially, like, it'll probably a, be a lot game. of Pokemon have around that. Yeah, uh, like a lot of bulky Pokemon have lower HP in that area. Time. Get yeah. this boy in a salt yeah. vest, and he's probably going to be a, a monster. They also Quite mentioned um, that p- trainers pick it up when it's cute and little. Or that when it's smaller, and then when it gets bigger, it becomes a problem. So I'm assuming it has a prevolution too. Yeah. And I hope it's adorable. Because a lot of people don't understand how snap how big snapping turtles can get. Because oh, they can get big. <laughs> Just Sorry. felt blood running through my arm, and I'm very hyper aware of things right now. And God, I hate everything. Brandon, continue with Snapping Turtles. I'm sorry. They get real big. Snapping Turtles get big. Snapping Turtles destroy stuff. Snapping Turtles are cool. Uh, snapping Turtles, like, a, like uh, this one looks to be based off of an alligator snapper because of um, how long its tail is, um, which is one of the things that lets you know, and also how like uh, rugged the back of its uh, thing is. And alligator Snapping Turtles, like they can bite through... You don't want to put your finger near an alligator snapper ever. You don't want to put your finger near most snappers ever. Well, sure. If you do, you won't have a chance to do it again unless you move on to one of the other fingers. Yeah. Also, I noticed. Um. So, alligator snapping turtles have the ability to shoot their neck out really far. If you look at the base of his neck, it's all folded up and yeah, all, all scrunched, fo- up. scrunched up, which is super cool. And I really like that attention to detail. One of those things that make Pokemon just so. Perfect. Beautiful. Uh, I think we move on to the Pokemon that is taking the internet by storm right now. Uh, Pokemon that everybody loves. And that's... You're right. Let's talk about Gossifleur. Uh, Seems to be the root of the word f- like flower and Gossamer. Yeah, I was thinking Gossamer too. I heard a lot of people say that they thought it was like goth. And I was like, I don't think so. Uh, nothing about this looks Yeah, nothing about that says goth. Yeah, and, and people's calling it Godafleur, and I'm like, nope, that's not it either. No, yeah, Gossamer Flower is what I'm seeing here, too. I love it. I love everything about this Pokemon. Travis, can you look up what it is? I think its body looks. looks... A what? An I think its body just looks weird. I like the evolution a lot, but. Mm, not a good man. The weird tapering to Gossifleur is body is just weird yeah i uh, it looks like a jalapeno to me it's not too far off no i think it's supposed to be roots no i mean that's its plant i guess that's the stem it's green yeah roots are usually not green because they don't have chlorophyll in them that's true but also it's pokemon yeah but pokemon's actually pretty good about stuff like that like we just mentioned with the turtle i mean i could be wrong but i don't think it's i don't think it's roots i think it's just like it's a flower body um, uh, do we know what its abilities are? Cotton down and regenerator. Regenerator is a good Ooh. one because it evolves into Eldegoss. Why don't we pop over that one? Because that one's cooler. This one's like so. Yeah. This one is like a like cottony jump pluff hybrid. It is a, some sort of dandelion. Yeah, I love it so. I love much. it so much. This it's is so good. this Pokemon is great. I love its design. Uh, yeah, cotton down is like tangled hairs. It's a new ability that only this Pokemon has right now. Um, it's like Tangled Hairs on Alolan Dugtrio, where if you make contact with it, uh, your uh, so what we know speed about it stat is drops. If you make contact with it, it's if you attack it. It doesn't say contact. 
Yes. All I know about it is if you attack it, sure. so it could happen on non-contact as well. Maybe. Presumably it'll be contact. Yeah. But yeah, that's usually how that works. Um, and then Regenerator. Any Pokemon with Regenerator automatically gets like a pass on my book of being at least probably fringe playable. Because Regenerator is such a good ability. I wonder if it might have a third form. I don't think like so. Because we see that it's uh, evolved at level 20 or sooner. Unless it uses like a Leaf Stone. That's true. Uh, but, but it is a Pokemon. Um, in a hot minute. It is in the first gym of the game too. Yeah. So, but then again, like I, I'd be totally down if this got a third stage. I don't know what it would look like, but this is adorable. Oh yeah, I love it. You know, no, it okay, looks like... it looks like Bellossom and Jumpluff got fused into the same Pokemon. So mm-hmm. I don't. So when I look at it, and I don't know why, it feels like it's sinister looking to me. I can almost get that. I think it's because it's got the. The shading on the lower half of its face, like it's looking down on you. I think so, and like the little stripes above its eyes give it kind of like an angry eyes look, sort of. It's menacing. Yeah. Oh, I like the idea that this turns into like a grass dark type. I could be down with that. I'd be down with that. (laughs) Who knows? This is cool, though. I think the name Aldegas, though, makes me really feel like it's... Like it's final evolution, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's like Elder Gossip or something. But I, I don't know. I could be totally wrong. Usually when a flower goes to this stage, though, um, that's... That's when it's ready to populate the seeds. Yeah, and re- alternatively, seeds and it's there. you could go with, like, a grass ghost type for its final evolution, and it'd be, like, a dying, withering plant. That's a cool idea. I don't know how good of an idea it is, but that's an idea. I don't... I, I'm not saying that that's what's going to happen. I think... I do think this is its final evolution, but it's cool. I like the design. So I guess let's go back to this other Pokemon, uh, not the Pokemon that's taking the internet by storm. No sarcasm whatsoever. Um, Wooloo. I love it. It's adorable. The spherical lamb Pokemon. Little sheepy sheep. Uh, so you're saying Wooloo? Wolo? Is that what you I don't know. I'm not sure if it should be Wolo or Wooloo. But Wooloo probably is the correct pronunciation on it. Yeah, I think it's Wooloo because... Uh, I think they say it during the the direct. I think they do, yeah. Yeah, I think they say woo-woo, and that's why I'm saying it instinctively. But uh, it gets Runaway and the better ability of Fluffy. Fluffy's a really good Fluffy's ability. Fluffy's a really so good ability. Strong. Especially because this is definitely a stage one of at least two uh, Pokemon. Like, oof, I can't wait for whatever this evolves into. It's got little sheepy horns, too, so I'm assuming it's going to evolve into some really rad ram Pokemon. Altogether, this is this is going to be a cool Pokemon, I guarantee it. We didn't see... It's also got braids for some reason. Yeah. Yeah. We didn't see any of it in battle, I don't think. Uh, I think you see it using, like, Tackle. But nothing, like, super revealing about it. Yeah. We do see that Score Bunny has Double Kick as one of its moves, making a lot of people believe that it's a uh, fighting type. Yeah, but Eevee also gets Double Kick. Uh, in just less... So does Nidoran. Like yeah. yeah. No, I was going to say... But I was going to point back to starters more se- seriously and say, so does Litten, and also uh, Piplup gets Peck. Piplup's not a flying type, so... Like, there, there are... It is a bird type, though. Right. And it's a rabbit. Yeah, and rabbit's Pikachu kick. gets Iron Tail. So, like, I would assume that it would get any sort of kicking move, like Mega Kick, Jump Kick, etc. No matter what its typing is. 
but who knows? Um, so that covers the new Pokemon we've seen. That does cover uh, the Pokemon we've seen. Yeah, we did talk about Zacian and Zanazanta and the intro bit there. Yeah. Oh, do we have... Uh... Ah, never mind. I like how Zamazenta's sword looks kind of like the Master Sword. You mean Zacian? Zacian, that's what I meant. Uh, did we talk about how in the trailer it looks like they're changing form when they charge up their weapons? And yeah. shields? Yeah, we referenced it as dog mode. Yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah, we didn't actually say I don't know what if we that said, was. Yeah, uh, Zacian's sword gets bigger and like it becomes more like a broadsword. Yeah, like it expands into a broadsword and Zamazenta's shield like moves off the sides of its body and forward to form like a larger shield. Like Yeah, like a huge shield. I'm assuming, like, that could not even just be, like, a form change. That could just be them, like, using their signature attack yeah, or whatever. Yeah, kind of like, I was thinking maybe they could do something like they were originally planning in Sun and Moon with, like, the full moon form and, yeah. like, Rising Sun form or whatever it was called. Yeah. Well, yeah, that's, that's Pokemon. So I think let's, uh, let's move on to where we can find Pokemon. So the new Pokemon, we go to new characters? Uh, I was thinking we go on to the wilderness area. Okay. Um, which is where Pokemon return to the overworld in this area uh like in let's go um looks nice uh you have free control of the um camera while you're walking around this area and uh there's also some other interesting bits to hear but do we want to talk about the the wilderness area because i know we have opinions um so so correct me if i'm wrong here it's basically when you're out and about in the wild area mm -hmm. Um, it's not all Pokemon, is it? Or is it just... I think it is, because, like... There are Pokemon that no, you can see No, maybe not. It looks like it about. might just be all Pokemon are always outside of the grass. It says, uh, Battles with Wild Pokemon on the official website. In tall grass or caves, wild Pokemon can jump... Can jump out at you. Battles with Wild okay, Pokemon... Will occur. I think it might be a hybridization of the both of them. I think it's... You can find certain Pokemon walking out and about in places, but also when you're in the tall grass, you still have random fights. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, the exclamation point in the grass... Mark that it will appear above the tall grass. It seems to be an indicator of wild Pokemon hiding in the grass. So it's like rustling grass, sort of. It'll be interesting to see how this works. Um, but yeah, um, that that whole big center of the map um, in the wild area is just like a big national park sort of thing. All sorts of different biomes. There's a swamp. There's a desert. There's a giant lake. There's Milotic floating around. Yeah, that was pretty cool. I, I saw that. I was like, okay, Brandon's happy. Uh, there's Milotic Lake, um, and a rock. Travis is very excited about like this just giant rock sticking out of the ground. Who's not? Honestly, I don't know. Bad people, not people I want to really associate with. Looking around the wild area, you'll also find these stone circles on the ground that are shooting up like a bright magenta light into the sky, like a laser beam. Um, and those are places where a new phenomenon happens in this region uh, called Dynamaxing, uh, which, Travis, would you like to explain what Dynamaxing is? Because you're hype about this. Yeah, so Dynamaxing, as far as we can tell, uh, for three turns, makes your active Pokemon enormous. Like, Raichu becomes 40-some feet tall. Like, God like it Godzilla-fies your Pokemon. Yeah. You just turn on the kaiju button. And then you get power-ups to your attacks and presumably power-ups to your base stats. Yeah. 
Yeah. That's um, really all we know about it so far? Well, we know a bit more about it. So, in the those areas, there are actually going to be raid battles. Well, I mean, yes, but that's not about... No, 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 I know. I'm just... I'm moving on from that. Like, to... That's that's all we know specifically about Dynamaxing, yes. like, the in-battle from your point of view. But... Um, there will be raid battles where you will find Pokemon that are perma-dynamaxed at those points. You can actually do those battles with people either over the internet um, or via local wireless and do, um, like, four-person... 4v1s. Yeah, 4v1s against uh, these Pokemon. I think that's super cool. Yeah, your more traditional understanding of what a raid battle would be. Multiple players working against it. If you don't have anyone to play with... It'll just generate some, like, NPCs. Which I think is really cool. And it also, like, if you don't have enough for four, it'll also do uh, give you four NPCs. So it's like, you know, I only have two friends. I don't have the third friend who plays Pokemon uh, to be able to do this with. That's okay. We'll give you a youngster or something like that so you're not, like, totally SOL. It also means that you'll be able to keep playing the game years later. It doesn't shut off part of the game as it ages. Yeah, that's right. That's so, right. like, in, like, two console generations, if I'm like, oh, man, I'd like to play Pokemon Shield version again but I can't play half of it because no one else is going to play the raid battles with me. I can't catch these Pokemon. Yeah, that's I'm right. never going to get myself a Quagsire. Well, we don't know if it's Quagsire specifically like that, but we do know oh, that... They chose, they chose a terribly beautiful selection of Pokemon to demonstrate. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, just a big, dumb Quagsire. It's a big Dodrio. Or, oh, I wish uh, Dodrio. Dodrio. Yeah. Gyarados. Weavile, Gyarados. Like... They, the first uh, couple they showed were really cool. Yeah, beware. Yeah, beware. Go beware. I was trying to show that to some, someone at work, and he's like, what's with this giant gummy bear? I'm like, oh, that's beware. And he's like, what's wrong with it? I'm like, it's just like a murdersome red panda. It's fine. It's a murdersome red panda. Um, I want to see uh, Giga Alolan Executor, and I hope its head just disappears <laughs> in the clouds. Just, be pretty good. just knocks a plane out of the sky. Knocks a, a Corviknight out of the sky. Yeah. Um. But there was something else I wanted to say about that. You, you can finally uh, have a Pokemon version of Jigglypuff's Final Smash. That's true. Yeah, you can get a Jigglypuff. Um, you can get a giggle. It is worth noting that uh, for those Magic the Gathering fans out there, you can get a colossal dreadnought. <laughs> He's very he happy about can. this dumb joke. <laughs> it's so good, though. It's so good. I like I that you you know the pride in his voice when he says that. Like he's very happy about that one. I like that. Um, but it is worth noting that um, some Pokemon in the game won't actually be catchable in the wild until you trigger a raid battle with them first, or you catch them in a raid battle first, which I think is interesting. And I assume that's how like you get. The, like, Tyranitar that you see walking around in the wild or the Milotic you get around walking in the wild. I'm assuming you can farm those up after you do the raid battle for them. I could see that. Because, like, just a straight-up Milotic in the wild. Mm, you're going to have to work for that, boy. They don't just give you Milotics. I mean, unless that's already late game. Yeah, that too. Like, I imagine you're not going to get the water bike upgrade until much later. Oh, spoilers. We'll get to the bike later. Um, yeah, you know what? Uh... Well, no. There's, um, so with uh, when you're doing raid battles, only one player can... Can Dynamax. Yes. Dynamax. I wonder how that's going to work. Like, if 
like everybody has the button option and then like whoever just presses it first gets it or like well i think the idea is that you coordinate so you don't have the dumb dumb with like right but if you're playing online you're gonna have some rando who's just gonna press the button i think i don't think the online is with randos i think it's meant to be played online with people no, you on can... your friends list yeah i don't think you'll be able to play with rando people maybe nintendo's not really about that but if you're not communicating with them vocally over the internet it's just, yeah, you get given three random trainers, and then you guys have to Well, battle. since this is on the Switch, presumably you'll be talking to them through the Nintendo Switch phone app. Uh, that's possible. Or like a sane person somewhere else. But also Splatoon exists, and that's not a thing for Splatoon. And I feel like if you'd yeah. want... Yes and no. So Splatoon is interesting in that there is league play at the highest level, which is only played with a full team of four. Right. Of people on your friends list That's who you are ideally I'm, communicating with. But you play against randos all day long, is what I'm saying. Yeah, and it's something you'd want in, to communicate with people on. If you're playing in Turf War, which is their casual mode that they don't consider a real competitive game mode. Sure, and also uh, Salmon Run and all that other stuff. Also, I don't think playing the main st- like Pokemon story is considered like a competitive... I think it's possible you can do randos, because you can also go online and get three random players to do... Uh, uh, whatever the four-way matches are called again, the Battle Royales and Sun and Moon. Yeah, but again, Battle Royales aren't a cooperative thing. I don't think they're going to have us be doing randos here. It's going to be all friendsless stuff, because that's how Pokemon's always been. Maybe. Maybe. I'm, I'm just saying, like, I see it as a possibility. I don't think it's, like, something that we can rule out as, like... You know what I mean? I guess. Yeah, I just don't that's... think there's any reason to, like, rule it out. I'm not saying we can. I'm just saying, like, I think it's like, a possibility. You definitely so... can use online, though. I feel like if they would add the function for having random other people, there wouldn't be a purpose for them saying, hey, we can throw an extra NPC if you don't have a fourth. They would just fill it with some random schmuck from the internet instead. And I will quote you back about four seconds ago. Boy, it would be nice that if I don't have the internet or if I go back in time and nobody else is using the console that I can still do the raid battles. Yes, but I'm saying if they have the option to give us a rando, why would they also advertise it as saying, hey, if you're online and you don't have enough friends, we'll give you an NPC. They don't say the uh, they don't say specifically what you're saying, though. You're putting words together that aren't really there. If you're online and you don't have enough friends, they're saying if you are playing with friends and you don't have enough people, which means it could be local LAN, too. I suppose. Just a total, like, or that's a, like, a, yeah, like local play. Because, like, Pokemon always emphasizes local play as well yeah. as online play. I think it's not worth, like, too hard speculating into, but it's just a cool thing to note, like, there's a lot of connectedness. Pokemon's cool. And, like, this is a cool new thing. Like, it brings the fun of, like, a Pokemon Go raid battle to the games. And, I like, I don't know. Like, this is the closest thing we're probably ever going to get to, like, Pokemon MMO sort of stuff. You know what I mean? I suppose. I think this is cool. This is super cool. Oh, I think it's super cool. I just don't think we'll get randos. You also get to do 1v1 uh, Gigamax battles, Dynamax battles. Uh, with gym leaders yes but we'll get into that later when we talk about gym leaders it does seem like yeah and i guess i'm sorry maybe i'm cutting into that a little bit but it does seem like that is like not only you almost have to like that is the way they're played like all of them are 1v1 like your gym battles are all gigamax battles or dynamax man gigamax sounds kind of cooler i'm not gonna lie to you but anyways so this also kind of leads me into a thing i saw online there's like some tweets that were getting popular that was like why does pokemon need to do this every like throw a weird 
gimmick in every game. Why can't they just like add a hard mode or whatever? And I think that this one, um, like uh, several episodes back, I talked about gym leaders specifically getting like totem Pokemon and stuff like that. Yeah. This can fulfill that exact same role if you choose not to Dynamax your own Pokemon. Mm-hmm. In which case, it puts a heavy difficulty cap into the game. Yeah, yeah, I was actually thinking about that myself. Like, oh man, I wonder how challenging it would be to do that without a Dynamax Pokemon. Yeah, because like, it, there's a challenge there, right? Yeah. Like, trying to beat the Dynamax Pokemon. So, presumably, the gym leaders will also only have it for the three turns. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, so, survivable maybe makes Protect good in main series game. Mm-hmm. I also think that we're all really overestimating how strong this will be. Like, I think a lot of people are reading into it as every single attack is going to be a one-shot attack, and I very much doubt that's going to be the case. Yeah. My assumption is at least plus one to plus two in every stat. I think that's a little bit much, and my reasoning for that is you can't respond to your opponent Dynamaxing right away unless you both do it on the same turn, which would mean that the most effective strategy would just to be to lead with whatever Pokemon's Dynamaxing and do it immediately so you can run over as many Pokemon as possible. And that I don't think that that's accurate. Can I can I cut in real quick here? I think that if it wasn't a significant stat boost, raid battles would be useless. Yeah, because you you're to expected to four v one. Yeah, so that's that's something. But at the same time, I feel like they're not going to make it too much because, like I said, I don't think they're going to expect you to, like, know instinctively. This is when the gym leader is going to Dynamax their Pokemon. I better do it mine right now, or I'm going to lose a Pokemon guaranteed. Maybe, but also like specifically, a gym leader will be their last Pokemon. Almost guaranteed. Yeah, but I don't know. We've seen in late like newer generations that a lot of times trainers will send out their Ace Pokemon before their final Pokemon. Like when fighting against Hal in my latest playthrough of Sun and Moon, he's been sending out his Raichu like second or third. Usually it's first for me. Yeah, he'll send his Ace Pokemon out earlier. Kukui will send his Life and Rock out sooner in the Elite or in the Champion battle. Do we think that that's his Ace? Like I don't think we can necessarily say Kukui has an Ace Pokemon. That's like as close as we can get to it. Like I would say maybe the other, the third starter too. Yeah, like they're sending out their Ace Pokemon not as they're like this is my last Pokemon. We're doing this now. Well, also the AI is better, and they're sending out it when it's useful for them exactly. to send out. So. But I, I think going too heavy into speculating like how much this buff stats is almost kind of useless at this point. I do think that there is kind of a pretty heavy indicator with the 4v1s that it's probably a significant stat boost. Unless the raids also get some separate stat boost like the totem Pokemon did. That's totally possible. We don't, and like, there's no way to know all that right now because we yeah, got so like, little information if, on it. Because if you're able to 1v1 a gym leader with a Dynamax Pokemon, why would you need four Pokemon of your own to do it? That's totally fair. Like, why wouldn't I just be able to go into a raid battle solo well, and be like, here's my Gengar, I'm gonna make him big now and just sludge wave you? Well, and here's why. Their Pokemon can only be Giganaxed for three turns versus Eternally. That's true, but, like, if the no, stat boosts are the same, then, like... Well, we also know that they said in raid battles there's also extra difficult. There's extra things that they yeah, like Oh, did they? No, so, like, what I'm saying is, if you have a Pokemon that's really big, and I have a Pokemon that's really big, and I tell my Gengar to... And he's got a Pokemon that's really big. 
No, I'm saying you so, fool. They're all big. No, like so. What I'm saying is like, say you have. Please acknowledge my Aladdin reference there first before you continue with your thought. It was a good joke. Oh, thank you. Thank you. That's a good legitimate smile. He's actually happy, folks. Was that an Aladdin reference? Yes, it was an Aladdin. I've reference. got a sword. He's got a. He's got a sword. You idiot. We've all got swords. Right, that whole bit. But like, if you've got like a giant Umbreon and I've got a giant Gengar. If I use Max Shadow Ball, it's still going to hit your Umbreon like a goddamn truck because it's still a Gengar doing it. I mean, you're hitting a Pokemon with insane special defense stat. With a Pokemon that has insane special attack. And is also resistant to the attack you're using. Is it? God, I hate typing. Fine, Travis's gotta... biggest complaints in Pokemon is the typing system, and it's what the entire game hinges on. I'm gonna get you for your birthday like a big chart that just is the typing chart. You're gonna put it on your wall right there, and you're gonna study it every day. I'm not gonna study it every day. I'll just look up at it when I need to know something. It's probably for the best. And I'll probably forget how to read it after every time I look at it. Say you've got a giant Alakazam, and I have a giant Gengar. My Gengar's Better. still gonna hit your Alakazam like a freaking truck because it's a Gengar. I'm gonna hit you with a stab shadow ball yeah but if mine's mega alakazam or like giga alakazam like it's a giant alakazam that's a that's an episode of the anime yes giant alakazam versus Gengar. not initially but uh (laughs) that's why i went to alakazam yeah like the gengar's still gonna win against the alakazam because i'm pretty sure a gengar normally one shots an alakazam with a shadow ball yeah for sure like like again i feel like so if i'm fighting a raid alakazam it'll have to have other boosts otherwise i could just go into the raid by myself with a high-level Gengar, go big-mode Scary Man Gengar, and use Shadow Ball. That's totally fair. That's totally fair. Um, and make the other three trainers watch while my Gengar commits murder. Um, oh, I wonder if I can attack the other trainers. Oh, yeah, that was also on my mind. I wonder if I can do what I always do to Hal and Simon. <laughs> I'm going to turn this 4v1 into a 1v1. Hold up. I'm gonna <laughs> just, like, turn one... Turn one Dynamax to attacking the teammates? No, my question is whether or not you um can Mega Evolve and then do this. So if I can have like a giant Tyranitar. Yeah, I don't think so. I think they'll do the same kind of thing where like with Mega Rayquaza you can't use a Z-Crystal on it. That's fair. And that seems entirely likely. And as soon as I found out I could use Mega Rayquaza and VGC, that was the first thing I tried. The song calling me surprised. It didn't work. That was sad. Way. <laughs> I wanted to use Z Dragon Ascent. Seems good. But I think we we side we sidebar back in here. Um to uh gyms now so we're talking about gym battles uh do you want to talk about gyms just go into gyms and then go from there into like new trainers sure sure all right um we don't know a whole lot about gyms i think we know that's like challenge gym you need sponsors do we know that or is that the leak i think that's just speculation we haven't seen anything that would be like you need sponsors really i thought they mentioned that no um huh because, like, I know... Um, I know sponsors exist, and that's a big thing. People wear them on their jerseys and stuff well, like that. Or the back of their cape. Let's get, get to, to Leon that. later. We'll get to Leon. I have got many things to say about that name. Yeah, I've notes. had a joke about him I've been saving all day. So on my notes here, we've got uh, Gems, Trainers, Weird Baby Face Guy, 
Champ's cool hat. Okay, stop, Champ. stop, stop. Don't don't go behind the scenes. Don't go behind the scenes. Don't pull back the veil, Travis. Don't let them see the grind. Everyone, under the... we use notes to do this podcast. No, they got to think we're doing it live. Like, we're just doing this. I'm doing it, Adlib. The notes are all one-word things to remind me what people's names are because I suck at that. That's totally fair. Zacian and Zagenta. Zemenza. Whatever. That, God, I hate their names already. Uh, they make Yvettel and Xerneas seem like really easy names to say, which I don't like. Zamazenta? Um, you know what? Let's not. Let's not let you be right. I right can now. remember their names and I suck at names. The important thing right now is uh Milo. Let's just you know what? Whatever. You can you They forgot to give this guy a nose. He's okay, so my first thought was, oh my god, why does Krillin have hair and got super buff? Like he's just he, you know that um that image of like the weird teddy bear that's like super buff with the tiny head. Not really. Okay. No. Anyways, this man is all like for a grass type gym leader. That's a lot of beef. Well, I mean, he's also a professional Pokemon sportsman. Well, and also, I'm pretty sure it's kind of implied that he's a farmer. I mean, probably. Um, he has the cool bracelet on that lets him do the Dynamax thingy. Yeah. Oh, hey, that's a thing. You have to have a special bracelet. Not not a mega bracelet. Don't worry. There's not the same same sort of thing. It'll it's also probably, not a Z bracelet either. Yeah. It'll probably function as both of those. As all three of those. I was gonna say both of those as well. Oh, gotcha. God dang, son of a gun. But yeah, uh, Milo uh, disturbs me on multiple levels. I like him. I like how many fans he has in the stands. I mean, it's a grass gym. They're just wearing grass. I don't know if it's that. I assume they're here to cheer on the gym leader. Maybe. It's probably likely. I don't know. I'm assuming they're coming. Because he looks like he's... So he has level 15 Pokemon. So I'm... Or like 20 Pokemon. And you have a Pokemon at level 15. So I'm assuming he's either... He's probably the first gym leader in the game. First or second, yeah. I don't think second. I think if you're at... Like, maybe... But they've been going higher levels for your first gym leaders lately. Maybe not. Maybe I wouldn't know. I haven't fed gyms in a hot minute. <laughs> yeah, sun and moon. Um, maybe he's not first. But, uh... No, I'm just getting my face crushed in by a dupider and eradicate. That sounds about right. And a Marowak. But, uh, no. Uh, he's wearing one glove... And I also noticed that with Leon, he's wearing just one glove on, like, his Pokeball hand. Well, yeah, why would you need a glove on your not-Pokeball hand? Are it's you going to be handling things during battles? I don't know. It just hand? looks so dumb. <laughs> like. I wonder if we're going to see some left-handed people. Maybe. Probably. Je ne sais pas, you know? Because, uh, like, it would be really cool to see a trainer that just has the glove on their left hand. It's just, like, a little some people. There's an American are. flag in the back there. Oh no, it's a sun. That's a sun with uh, yeah, grassy hills. Never mind. Something I do want to comment about Milo is um, so if you look back at the first trailer we had, your character walks into the stadium with the number two twenty seven on the back of their shirt. It was on February twenty seventh. Today, they have the number sixty five on the back of their shirt for June sixth, June fifth. Shut up. Uh, it's better than what you said earlier because you said like shh, don't worry July eighth. That's not true at all. You said July something. That's don't definitely not true. That's but factual. It's not. 
But <laughs> he has 831 on his shirt. So the assumption is that we're probably getting another direct on August 31st. It could also be entirely What's uh, that Pokemon number? It doesn't exist. Presumably it could be Eldegoss, right? Maybe. That's what I would assume. But That's possible. Can you click on Eldegoss or will it, will it like it tell you? No, we don't have. No, we don't know the next oh, okay. number. That makes sense. So who? Yeah, who knows with that? Um, but yeah, I hate his design. I love him. I think he's cool. I like his big goofy scarf thing. He's like Krillin with hair. But Krillin he's has hair. He shaves it. I don't know. I've seen Battle of the Gods. He has hair in that. Krillin Blart Malkot. Yeah. Anyways, that is true. Point being. Uh, he is one of many characters in this new game. Uh, the other is, uh, do we want to go on to Leon? Do we want to talk, do we want to talk about Leon? Do we want to talk about the champion of this region, Leon? Well, I mean, Sure, like, we can start with, so, with him and then kind of work into his connections yeah. and other characters. Yeah, I feel like that's a good place. So, so Leon, Leon has this sick hat. It's a snapback. Uh, yeah, he's got a snapback that has the design of a crown on it. He's wearing the Hoenn double pants. He's wearing... The shorts over pants. shorts over, like, man leggings. Uh, he's got the one glove. A big fur-lined royal-looking cape. Which is dope. That's uh, covered with sponsors on the back of it. Yep, he's got all of his sponsors on the back yeah, of it. There's, like, a record logo. There's some other stuff that you just catch in, like, one of the... And then he's got. Parts of the it looks like he has something on the brim of his hat too. Maybe. And he's also got the sword and shield logo on his, or not the sword and shield logo, but a, a sword and shield logo on his uh, soccer jersey esque looking thing. Um. And so, like, he's kind of got like an esports vibe going on. Like, he's also got like. I mean, he's kind of got a sports vibe going on. Yeah, I would more agree with that. It's state. not really an esports vibe. He looks like a like a soccer player oh, with a cape. Is kind of what gives it away, but yeah, yeah, no, that's fair. Um, honestly, if you look at his fashion sense, to me, he kind of looks like he's trying to be king of the frat house, and I hate it. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie to you. Like the first thing I saw him was like, oh my god, it's every frat guy ever, but he put a cape on. I hate this. I don't get a frat vibe from. Thanks, I, feel, I hate this. I think the only thing that's giving a frat house vibe is the snapback. The rest of him looks like he's a soccer the player. The athletic, yeah, the overdone athletic where he's a so he's a sports guy. He's not. He's a Pokemon trainer. Yeah, which is a. Sport. He's in a stadium. He's in a sports that's stadium. their sport. Now, hypothetically, I think you're. I think you're projecting on this. Yeah, one. I don't think so. Or whatever the term is. I don't think so. I think he looks like a douche. <laughs> Like the closest, like he's got a weird chin strap thing. Yeah, going on. no, yeah, that's also part yeah, of it. That's maybe the closest. No, thing. that's part of it. The rest of it, I don't the, see. The dumb beard, like that's part of it. No, there's a, there's there's so many levels. I'm getting lots of bad vibes. Uh, his okay. When was the last time you saw any quote unquote frat bro wearing both pants and shorts? Honestly, pants and shorts. No, leggings and shorts. Like three days ago. But he also has the number one on uh, his his uh, on his pants on his pants because he's the number one trainer in the I was going to say that one, yeah. 
Apparently he's never lost an official battle or something. Which doesn't mean he hasn't lost an unofficial battle. Yeah, I'm not super sure what the whole details are. I'm assuming that's like a league match, right? So like gym leader, challengers. Yeah. Oh man, do you think we unlocked the cape and had his style options when we beat him? Almost guaranteed. Oh, I'm buying them. If not, if not the cape, definitely the hat. Because the cape seems like a bit extra. You know what I mean? No. Not like extra in like the cool I'm a hip kid way, but like, as in like that's where your backpack goes like it's it's extra stuff like extra accessories that your character model probably doesn't have i don't know maybe it replaces the backpack yeah maybe it's got pockets i like his purple hair yes it gives me he also has a charizard and i think they're like like he's got like the darker color skin tone and purple hair which so does iris and like i'm getting i'm getting some like vibes of like he's one of the dragon tribe people because that was like a thing with the unova i saw a tweet that was literally comparing him to iris earlier oh really like they've got a similar pose i don't remember the exact like syntax of it watch we find out just saying he looks like it it was like he looks like iris's cousin with the bad fat with a bad fashion sense emphasized by that some some other characteristic now on the other hand his little brother hop he's great i like him i think he looks like a fixed how Wow. <laughs> his eyes are really yellow. I hope his liver's alright. Like his the yellow of your eyes is the white part of your eyes that's usually yellow. That's what goes yellow, not your I'm irises. aware. I know how jaundice works. Okay. I'm just saying. He has yellow irises. Put that on your business card. <laughs> I know how jaundice works. So anyways, Hop, yeah. Hop looks great. Also they meant make sure to tell you that Hop is one of your rivals in this game. Which means you have at least two rivals in this game. I'm going to guess three. No? Three, yeah. I want to guess three. I'm also going to go with three. Why are you guys guessing three, huh? Is it because you read a thing today? No, it's because we've had three rivals in the past, like, four games. Have we? How? Gladian. Who's number three? Uh. Okay. Game prior to that, we had four, technically, where only one was a rival. Oh, only one was a real rival. Because Tierno and Trevor don't count for Jack all. I count them as kind of the same, (laughs) to be honest. Trevor walks up and says, They're both the other one. I'm working really hard on my Pokedex. Let me see how many Pokemon you have in your Pokedex. Three? Wow, you're beating me. (laughs) Not hard. Yikes, X and Y, really? You couldn't fix that so that if I had three Pokemon, they wouldn't be like, dude, what up with that? And then Tierno is just, he's breakdancing on fools and then losing hard because his Pokemon is Corphish. Uh, losing hard and breaking hearts. Stop Tierno, do. And you have uh, Shala? Shana? Shana, thank you. Who gives me bad vibes. She <laughs> weirds me out and creeps me out the entire game. Shauna, the one who wants to get into your pants. She's 10. Um, and then you have Serena, who's like an actual rival, but then actually has like zero personality. So like, or whatever the boy character's name is that I don't remember. My point being is we haven't always had, had three rivals. But the, the point being here is I'm at least assuming two plus, two plus. 
Uh, I'm hoping one of the other ones is the NPC character you don't choose. That way we can get uh, the female trainer for me and Brandon. You'll be playing as the female trainer as the enemy rival. And then I hope they just make her heavy Scottish and the mean rival. Just do that for me, Game Freak. I don't think they will. But if they make do, the memes real. Make the memes real. Make the memes real. Make the memes, not dreams. Sorry, we're moving the we're moving the due date back uh, an extra week. Well, the thing is, all the all of her like dialect and stuff, like all all of like any character's dialect and like speech patterns are going to change from region to region for the most part. So, like any Scottish accent, they decide to add the characters. That's all I'm saying. It's gonna be good stuff. But Hop's cool. I think he looks fine. Like I think he looks like a. a a nice boy nice young man he seems eager he wants to he wants to be like his older brother i'll enjoy destroying hop not as much as i enjoy destroying how what's with these h names also what kind of name is hop like leon's a real name like, i'm hoping it's a like a nickname his real name is hop no it's probably just given name as hop it's pokemon that's true maybe it's short for hopper yeah, that's, that's possible. Mr. Hopper's Penguins. Um, that's not even funny. That's nothing. So other thing to mention is, um, it, it reminds me, because we're talking about Hop specifically, you see a lot of characters just talking and moving. You don't hear anything, but their lips are constantly moving and like moving with purpose, and they're moving around a lot in continuous scenes. Which makes me kind of assume that there's a hypothetical voice acting element to here. Possible. Or they could just do what like a lot of like early PlayStation and like other games have done where they just lip flap over. Just have lip flaps, yeah. Which is totally possible. I'm just saying I think it's it's a possibility as well. Other important characters. Uh Professor Magnolia is really cool. Somebody pointed out to me on uh, Twitter that, or not to me, but just in general, that uh, Magnolia is actually Burnett's Italian name. She has a she has a granddaughter. Her name's Sonia. She was Leon's former uh, rival when they were kids. Uh, the internet fell in love with her immediately. Yeah, she has a granddaughter named Sonia, who she's given a certain research task. Dot dot dot. Who knows what that means? It's probably plot relevant. But, uh, it's probably, why does Leon dress like a clown? Yeah, probably that. Like, why is Leon dressed like he walked into, like, three different malls and then just took whatever he could find on the shelves and put them on? <laughs> he just took yeah, all the promotional material that had everyone's logos? So hideous. God, it, it physically causes me pain. Sony, on the other hand, uh, dresses awesome. I don't know if I agree. Uh, the green... With the orange in her hair, it contrasts nicely. Yeah, but like the oversized trench coat seems really out of place. It's a trench. It's a dress trench coat. Yeah, and it's enormous, and she puts her purse underneath it. It seems out of place. Uh, in the character model and not the official artwork, it looks better and looks less weird. You're looking at one model of it. That's true. Um, but she also has the Dynamax ring on her arm, um, which kind of plays into the whole fact that she actually used to be a Pokemon trainer like you guys. So she's not like some schluff. So like they also made they didn't give her like the 
I mean, I guess technically Bianca was too, but Bianca was barely a Pokemon trainer, if we're going to be fair. Um, where she was like the rival of the champion. So she was good, is like the, the implication here, which is interesting. I like that. Where does it say she's the rival of Leon? So, it's part of the yeah, direct. I mentioned that she's an old rival and friend of Gotcha. Leon. But yeah, she's got like hearts all over her design and stuff like that. Um, and big glasses that so she's got glasses that I can't tell if they're sunglasses or not I don't think so yeah and she just has them pushed up on her head and it's like you can't see like that friend then again that could be like her gag or if they are they're no I think they are but just very light tint Mm -hmm. that makes sense I'm gonna say that could be her like gag is that she likes it's like I can't read this and it's like your glasses are on your head she puts up you know like that could be a a shtick if they want to go with that but I think that's a is that it for characters? New characters? Uh, I think so. Oh, we did get... I don't know if these are new, but we got the alternate designs for the player characters. Like oh, yeah. the skin tones and hair colors. No, there's been a lot of... A lot of, like, good, I guess, memes already coming out of some of these characters, too. Like, I've seen a couple of... Uh, like, there's a good one done by, as a callback, Scruffy Turtle, who did like a sketch of Sonya like trying to get Lee on a reasonable outfit. I've seen um the whole please don't Dynamax your Waylord thing. Yep, I saw that one. There's a Waylord crashing through the stadium. Oh that's right. He also has like the sneakers that look like they have the like they kinda have like a greaves look to them. They're like high tops but the the golden X's on them kinda make them look like they're like noble boots mm-hmm. god i hate this design so much i like it like okay so i, I like, I like to it. hate it though you know what i'm saying like it sure it's gaudy and ostentatious i'm pretty sure i used that word correctly pretty much uh and i hate it for that reason but i also love the fact that he is that way because on the same hand like on, on the other hand like let's look back at our, our all, all of our champions here Red and blue, they're just some kids. Lance, he's a dragon man. Steven Stone, he's like the trust fund kid who just really likes rocks. Uh, Cynthia is like, she's basically a former player character from everything you can tell. She used to run errands for the professor. She did the league matches all the same way as you. She's, she's cool. <laughs> uh, Alder is like an old hippie. Uh... Iris. And Iris, yep. And Iris is the kid who takes over for the old hippie afterwards. After he retires. Yeah. Uh, what's his name? Uh, or what's her name? Sorry. Uh, Deantha is like a, a movie star. She's like the closest thing to his personality. But like he, he's definitely got a very distinct personality compared to the rest of the... And we're forgetting about the most important champion. You. me <laughs> yes no cutting any silence there that needs to stick with that long long silence of <laughs> no. but it is true that you are the champion in sun and moon technically technically the like the mass royal kind of is 
No. But from yeah, he doesn't battle with the Master Royal. He just is Kukui. Yeah, the Master Royal never battles you as a champion. Professor Kukui no, does. No, you do battle the Master Royal. I mean, no, you yeah, you only battle the Master Royal once in the game. Huh? No, you can face him again. He, he can try to rematch you. Four v fours. That's true. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't mind them doing that again at the end of this one after you become the champion. Have like a way for you to accept challengers again. I thought that was really cool at the end of Sun and Moon. Give you a different kind of fight at the end of the Elite Four. Uh, it's cool. It's interesting. I think if I had to choose between that and a Battle Frontier, I'd take a Battle Frontier any day of the week. I mean, we kind of got that in the Battle Tree, didn't we? Battle Tree's bare bones. I wouldn't know. I never did it. Bare bones, yeah, bud. That uh, sounds about right. I also never did the Battle Frontier. Yeah. Your spare parts. It wasn't yeah, my jam. Was, I would rather just play online against people. Uh, I played so much Battle Frontier. Battle Frontier is awesome. I was playing that in Platinum during my recent replay through, and it's super <gasps> good. Uh, but other th- like other thing that I really want to touch on real quick is the importance of Rotom to everything now, and I love it that Rotom is important to everything. He's got his own. F- you can now have a Rotom cell phone. I appreciate that Pokemon was like, okay, here's the thing. Your Pokedex would totally just be an app on your phone. And so at this point... At this point, That's yeah. just what it is. Um, and so now you get a Rotom cell phone. Your rival has a blue one, which is cool. Uh, there's... Uh, in the gym battles, you can see that drones are taking footage of uh, the battle. And they've got the little Rotom symbol and on the screen. They have the little Rotom symbol on the screen. In the background, you can see a yellow Rotom drone that's flying around, too. It's super cool. Um, and also, it links up with your bike, which the bike is back in this game, thank God. But also, you can use the bike to surf now. It becomes a hydro bike that you ride on water with. Which is super cool. I wonder if they're going to integrate that into any other, like, HM abilities. Like, give you a mountain bike tires that your bikes just, your bike tires just, like, become, like, big buff mountain bike tires and you just rock climb up stuff? Yeah, Rotom activates lawnmower form and turns into cut. That's, like, Rotom does that by inhabiting a physical lawnmower, though. Yeah, but maybe there's a lawnmower attachment for your bike. I can see there's that. There's a water mode attachment for your bike, apparently. I just think cut's just kind of a bad hm to have to use did we even have to use it in this most recent game no yeah there was no ride pokemon for because you might as well just make it be rocks that you can't get around mm-hmm. i did like this like overall utility of cut being able to cut down tall grass in other games though yeah but they stopped doing that yeah after they, did. they hit 3d for sure by the time they hit 3d i don't know if it was uh the case in it was still there Gen in black 5. and white was it okay. yeah Hypercutter affected it too, which is a really neat touch. That's cool. Made it cut a five by five area instead of a three by three. That's neat. But yeah, Rotom's back. Rotom's doing things. Rotom's super cool. I love Rotom. The bike is back. You're biking around. Bikes on waters. Who needs ride Pokemon? You got a bike. No, but legitimately, well, who needs ride Pokemon? Well, I mean, in theory, isn't Rotom your ride Pokemon? I suppose if you want to look at it that way. Oh, man, he's going to talk to you, isn't he? Probably. Oh, boy. Hey there, buddy, pal. What did he call you all the time? Uh, master. 
That's what you made him call you. No, I didn't. Good. I was trying to cyclonic around to call <laughs> him an actual name. I didn't make him. No, he wanted he to. He wanted to call me master. He's like, hey, you I'm into it, but, you know, and he said he was okay with it. So He's like, like, hey, can I start calling you a nickname? And I'm like, yeah, sure, no. Rotom. Okay, I'm going to call you master now. What? Oh, he calls you, like, buddy, right? Uh, Roto, first letter of your name. No, that's an option, but he calls you, like, buddy other times. Oh, yeah, all the time. Like, hey, buddy. So I know. Stop calling me buddy. How's it going there, bud? No. I mean, the creepiest is when he calls me good girl. That was the weirdest. That's really uncomfortable. Or good boy. (laughs) My cell phone just said I'm being a good girl. Should I be concerned? (laughs) I think you should switch to a new phone plan. Hey, Hop, let's trade phones for a little while. Mine's creepy. No. Mine's blue. Okay. Mine's just. In that case, your phone's creepy. Well, mine's telling me conspiracy theories. (laughs) My phone's trying to red pill me. (laughs) I don't know. Are you going to have the blue phone or the red phone? (laughs) (laughs) Looks like you red pilled yourself, son. No. Uh, In general, overall, like, what what are your actual? So, like, we've all just talked about stuff here, but what are our overall reactions to this? Huh? I'm pretty excited. There's not really a single thing that I'm worried about. Yeah, I mean, like, my only concern is how Dynamaxing could possibly affect competitive in a negative way, but I'm not going to sit here and harp on thinking it necessarily will. Uh, I'm just going to wait and see before I pass any judgments on it. Uh, I do think that it's one of those things that'll just make matches take longer than they probably need to with all the, the... pomp and circumstance abilities but oh the ui in this game really clean oh it looks gorgeous yeah very simple and very clean really nice it's the way that it's making me feel tonight exactly but in the end yeah i have no negatives only positives to say about this so far um i'd have to force myself to be negative on this trev i'm never touching wild areas because i don't like them but everything else is awesome I have no idea how you're going to think you're not going to touch the wild areas, but... I'm going to blast through them as quickly as possible, avoiding all encounters, because I have the ability... I'm pretty sure you're not going to be able to. I'm guessing you're going to be gated by raid battles to determine if if you're strong enough to continue on into an area. That sounds about right. I'm avoiding them as much as possible, because I don't like the idea of them. Teach their own, I always say. Now, what was the question? Brandon, how was your overall opinion of this uh, direct? Oh, like I said right at the yeah. beginning, I got nothing to be worried yeah. about. I'm pretty hyped. There is a dog who has a sword in his mouth and a dog who got his head stuck in a fence. Uh, which I see no downsides. Which version do you guys think you like so far out of the two? I have not enough... Like if you info to judge, if you had to pick. I do think dog holding sword is funnier. Yeah, I like I like uh, I like Wolf Link as well. I like Zamazenta more. I'm probably gonna get Shield if it's just based on Box Legend. Yeah, based on Box Legend alone, but that's like I never care. I I'm mean, gonna get both Legends eventually anyway. Yeah, exactly. So I, but... I mean, I care about uh, like which one's a Water type, but neither probably. Neither probably. Case. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. Blue one could be. True. I don't know. You don't know. Spicy could be a water steel type. Yeah. All right. It they could totally could be. Uh, but I I also sincerely doubt that. Um, 
I'm like, thinking as long as I can catch my Ghastly in whatever version I pick, I'll be fine. Yeah, I just care about the version exclusive, like actual Pokemon, because I never use legendary Pokemon in my playthrough at all. I do. I box them immediately. I don't. I like. I pretty much box them. I yeah. like having my legendary at the end of the game. It's like, for me, there's like a sense of satisfaction in having the legendary Pokemon of the game in your team. I also don't like using the Master Ball on it, though. I'll usually try and actually like wither it down, status it, throw whatever type of Pokeball at it. Usually a Dusk Ball, because I really like the Dusk Ball. Travis likes the gaudy looking Pokeball. Premier Ball's cool, too. But man, Premier I Ball's the, classy. I like the Dusk Ball. No, it reminds me of, uh, I played Platinum with my nieces a long time ago before I get, got them playing their own Pokemon games. And, uh, we caught Giratina, and they said, we really shouldn't use this. It would probably make the game too easy. That's how I know they're good kids. That's how I know those are good kids. I mean, don't you use your legendary at the end of Black and White? Yeah, because you're literally you're forced, forced to. to. But I never use it. It is the fifth Pokemon. I sometimes will throw it out to, like, heal another Pokemon. But, like, I just, I don't know. I just never enjoy using the Legendary. Man, I should really go back and finish Black and White. Like, Legendaries, in all honesty, more often than not, if they aren't usable in, like, VGC or, like, OU competitive, I probably just box it and never use it again. I think the only exception, personally, is Generation 3 for me. I'll take Kyogre, and I'll put it in the last slot of my party. I never really used it. But in Emerald, I would catch and use Rayquaza. Rayquaza's super cool. I always like using my Legendary. I just like the satisfaction of it. But I think that pretty much covers most of everything in the trailer. And things not in the trailer. Some things that are outside on our front porch right now. You know. It's actually in the garage. Call back to the giant spider. Why did it's you actually, put it in the garage? What's I, wrong with you? Because I It's actually in your room, I, Jake. Yeah, I don't, no, I didn't. God, uh, I'll kill you. Because I didn't have my keys to get back in. Okay, that's fair. So I just tossed it into the dumpster. <laughs> All right. I guess that's like a rage radio. You guys can find us on Twitter. Twitter and SoundCloud and YouTube at Lake of Rage Radio. Bye. Bye bye. Bye. You threw the you threw the spider in the garbage? Yeah, where else was I gonna put it? <laughs>